Hey, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Have you ever two-timed a boss, as in, you know, done a bit of moonlighting and worked two jobs without telling him? Well, I think that you might be implying that I have a rather strange husky voice at the moment mm. and that I could be, you know, doing some phone work on the side. I think there's something you're not telling me <laughs> using all this recording gear to do some professional phone calls. Well, I probably would make more money doing that, so <laughs> maybe I should. No, I'm so dedicated to you, Warwick, that I got out of my sick bed to come in today and, you know, produce this quality content. So you haven't answered the question, though? Uh, no, no. no I don't. I uh, know. I don't have time. Mm, you're a very loyal employee, weren't you? Oh yes, no, I was. I was very good. You're a that's, good girl. That's why I never as got anywhere. I needed to be bad. You're a, you're a good girl, as opposed to what your current voice sort of says. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership, so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. So welcome to the Tradies Business Show, where for your listening pleasure, we have Husky Michaela today. Well, I don't think it would be pleasurable listening to my awful voice. I don't know. I think we're going to get some feedback. And I, actually, I want I want people to hit us on the Facebook page. Tell us what you think. Do you like Husky Michaela or regular Michaela? Let's let's have a bit of a pop quiz out there. Well, if everyone Tradies says then. regular, then I'm going to be in trouble because I'm hoping this is only temporary. Even my eight-year-old said, oh, mum, your voice sounds terrible. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You'd oh, like it. Right. <laughs> Anywho, uh, today we are talking marketing, but um, better than just talking marketing, we're talking web marketing that works, which happens to be the title of uh, the book that today's guest has written. And uh, we're talking with Adam Franklin from Blue Wire Media. And Adam really is a, he's a heavy hitter in the uh, digital marketing space, isn't he, Michaela? He is. And... This guy, like, I, he says he had a, you know, he talks about his story and he talks about he had an agency 11 years ago and uh, I did do a bit of a fangirl with him. But what I didn't say was actually, I know because I was in a particular role at the time that I joined his mailing list eight years ago. Are you still on it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, eight, and you know what? I still open everyone. So listen to this guy because he really knows what he's talking about but eight years ago he started building an email list you know before there was all the mm. hoopla and I had a friend that actually owned a web um, agency at the time I said I really like these guys Blue Wire Media they're you know what they're doing and she goes oh you know don't listen to them they're the competition and I'm like yeah, but they're actually producing content. You're yeah. not. You know, like, <laughs> you should take funny. a lesson from these guys. It was really interesting, that mentality, so many years ago. So that's why I know it was eight years ago. And mm. I still, to this day, getting the email lists and the mm. um, content and downloaded his um, free templates that he talks about as well years and years ago. So, mm. and, you know, this guy's speaking all over the world about this stuff now, so... And basically, he gave a very simple formula for tradies to implement in their business. Uh, so if you listen to this episode all the way to the end, Adam pretty much steps out the things that you should put in place uh, that will generate uh, benefits for you, that it will generate work eventually. And, and I think that's a key here is marketing, any sort of marketing really takes time and consistency. Yeah, and, and, uh, and the key to it is that it doesn't cost a lot of money and doesn't take a lot of your time. 
It's just being clever about what you're doing. And he steps that out. Absolutely. So enjoy Husky Michaela, who I think just put the voice on because she has a bit of a marketing crush on Adam. Uh, You know, she's been stalking him for eight years. So I think you're just putting the voice on, especially for the interview, Michaela. Oh, yes. uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, enjoy the interview, guys. So welcome to the show, Adam Franklin. Thanks for having me, Warwick and Michaela. It's nice to be here. It's our pleasure, mate. Now, quickly tell us who is Adam Franklin. <laughs> well, if you do a Google search on Adam Franklin, there's a few different people that turn up. But the one you're listening to today is um, Adam Franklin from Blue Wire Media. And I wrote a book called Web Marketing That Works. And I love getting around and teaching people how they can use the web so they can market their business better. Yeah, and I'm seeing you everywhere at the moment, speaking and on all authority websites. I'm really excited to have you on here. And you actually don't know this, but you have a very special title. You're actually the author of my most dog-eared book of tips um, (laughs) on marketing. So I think that's a pretty cool title to claim. I think I've got about 20 tips in here. And it's actually Web Marketing That Works, Confessions from the Marketing Trenches, is actually one of my favourite all-time marketing books. I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. (laughs) Michaela's a bit starstruck here, I think. That is very flattering to have had uh, so many pages dog-eat, Michaela. I appreciate your kind words. Yes, and for our listeners, it's really great getting to understand the basics but what I love about it also, there's also these great pro tips throughout the book as well. So no matter what level you're at, you're definitely going to get something out of this book. So there's uh, there's something for it. And we're going to give away some as well. Yeah. Adam, I've, I've got a question, mate. I tend to ask ridiculous questions on the show. <laughs> but, but I want to know, uh, when was the last time you Googled yourself, mate? Well, <laughs> well, I actually was. Uh, I caught up with someone for dinner. <laughs> I've caught you out, yeah, haven't I? There you have. No, that's well, okay. That's because there's, there's a male model, and if you go, if you do like an image search or a Google search on Adam Franklin, very often what comes up is this dude in his in his underpants, like just <laughs> standing sort of in or or in the water at like the beach and stuff. And, and people often tell me, you know, that's what comes up sometimes. Oh, but um, I've, I've also actually got a um a, a rock star in I think the UK by the same name and he often comes up as well so it's been they've been my SEO nem- nemeses so <laughs> trying to sort of push them off page one of Google uh, that's awesome mate so that, that gives us some great fodder for our show notes as well so we'll Google those images <laughs> and put them up because we were going to say look if we is there any other more interesting Adam Franklin's that we should have had on the show if we Googled well, but you know a male <laughs> model and a rock star yeah, I know. I know. It makes me sound pretty boring, hey? <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. <laughs> Maybe you should hit him up for an affiliate deal. <laughs> True. And so what do you like to do in your spare time, Adam? Look, I like to travel. I like to go surfing. Um, like to sort of hang out with friends and, you know, just, just celebrate the little the little victories in life and, and not take things too seriously. And one last personal question. This is very important, mainly for me. What book are you reading right now? Okay, the book I'm reading right now is actually Timbo Reed's one uh, that just arrived the other day called The Boomerang Effect. So I'm um, just the, into the second or third chapter of that one right now. How much is he paying you for the book review, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough, Warwick. <laughs> we have Tim on the show. He, he, wrote, he did a blurb for my book, so I'm uh, more than happy to, to check out his and, uh, and write a review. Yeah, nice, nice. So... Adam, you've uh, you've obviously got a, a web marketing or a digital marketing background. Can you just 
fill our listeners in, particularly, I suppose, a bit of your professional journey or, you know, your, your expertise, mate? You need to build some cred here, Adam. <laughs> well, you know, when I started, I started the business with uh, my mate Toby Jenkins and we started it uh, over 11 years ago. And you know what? We were non-technical people. Like we're not programmers. We're not hardcore techies by any stretch. And we were just really keen to run a business. And we knew in those early days that we didn't know much. We didn't know really anything, but we were very keen to learn. And it started as a web design business. And we realized from mentors and peers that sales were critical to a business. And so the primary focus for us was actually going out and selling websites. So we pounded the pavement, we made cold calls, and we eventually started getting some business through the door. And then well, I guess we were in a position to then hire the talent to design and develop websites. And it's kind of grown from there. And so for the last 11 years, we've been constantly learning from books, from seminars, from interviewing people, and most importantly, from actually implementing the stuff that we've, we've learned and seeing what actually works for us. And so that's basically like the culmination of all that experience and um, everything we've done with our business and with our clients went into the book, um, which, which you spoke about earlier. So, Adam, we uh, kind of joked about this a little bit um, before we hit record today, but there is a lot of stuff that people in business could do to actually market their business, particularly in the online space. I mean, it just seems to be growing exponentially, the amount of channels and strategies and uh, you know tactics that we can put in place in our businesses. How on earth do we, I guess, filter through all of that and figure out what's best for our business, you know, for our tradie listeners, like what the heck should they be focusing on? Sure. I mean, it is totally overwhelming the amount of stuff that you could do. So one of the things that I'm most keen to convey is that you don't need to worry about most of the stuff out there. It's most important, at least for me, and, and what I recommend is to focus on the things that give you the biggest wins for the least amount of effort. And if you're a tradie and you're busy running your business, then you don't want to be burdened with all the stuff that you hear about because there's only a few things that, you know, if you've only got a limited amount of time, I like to focus on things that you build once and they continue to pay dividends for a long time. Um, so a couple of examples of that is is having what I call a piece of flagship content. So people refer to this sometimes as lead magnets, but flagship content to me is is bigger than that because it's something that you're known for. It's something that's so valuable that people would pay for it if you ask them to. And it's actually a gift that you release and you publish online. And that way you be, build a name for yourself and you build authority and you can attract the right types of people into your business. Cool. So what would be, say for a plumber or a handyman, what would be some examples of flagship content that we should focus on? Well, look, I reckon if, say, if you're a plumber and, you mean, oftentimes you're helping people with leaky taps or at least that's often something that will trigger the, the call to a, to a plumber, like I'm sure if people have a leaky tap, the first thing they've done is turn to Google and typed in something like, how do I fix a leaky tap? And I think in those situations, like if you're the plumber that has a very easy to digest um, report or checklist or list of things to do, but if you've got a leaky tap, then you Google it, the plumber shows up, and if the person actually downloads it and puts it into practice, then they might be able to fix their leaky tap. You know, that's so valuable to them because you've solved their immediate problem. 
But also, more importantly, you've positioned yourself as the person that's been that trusted advisor to help get that result. And so sometimes you might think, well, I'm doing myself out of a job there. If, if, I, uh, if I teach people how to fix a leaky tap, then uh, you know, I'm not going to have enough work as a plumber. But of course, the, the opposite is true because leaky taps, they're small little jobs. Um, there's bound to be bigger, more important, um, more valuable jobs that a plumber can, can do. But if you're the person who's built that reputation, then as soon as they have a bigger problem or as soon as they need a plumber for a building development or a new house or renos or something, then you're very, you're very easy to refer and you're very easy to remember because you've actually helped somebody, uh, actually genuinely helped them with a tangible problem uh, and you've done that for free. So there's this incredible bias towards wanting to reciprocate and to wanting to work with people that have been kind and generous to you in the first place. Yeah, and I know that Timbo refers to that as helpful marketing and how powerful it can be. So there's another plug for Timbo. We should be on his <laughs> um, okay, so I've got my website because we're assuming that you have a website. We're not even going to go into reasons why you should have your own website. We're just going to assume that you already know that. Um, and you've built up some blog or articles on, on useful tips and helpful things for your customers um, on your website. So what would be the next sort of step there that you should look at? Well, I'd like to... Um I like to, once I've uncovered this flagship piece of content, whether it's typically I, I, I have blog content, which is free and you can be anonymous. So it still needs to be helpful, of course, but like blog articles and podcasts and, and videos, maybe a video on how to fix the leaking tap. Um, but then I have this, I like to put in this next step where basically people have to identify themselves and they can download something, um, something like the flagship piece of content or a more premium version of whatever is in that free article or podcast. So typically that means that people will arrive at a page, which generally speaking in marketing terms is called a landing page. And on that page, you can enter your email address and you can then actually download what is it, whatever is on offer there. And so in real life, that's like the equivalent of a business card swap. So, you know, you have a conversation with people and if you don't swap business cards, it's going to be very difficult to keep in touch with one another. Same goes if someone visits your website, reads a blog post and leaves. It's going to be a lot better if you exchange details and the online way of doing that is through a landing page where people put in their email address and basically they get emailed whatever the offer is and that way you can both keep in touch with each other and you really got that relationship off to a good start because you're delivering something of value and you've given permission to keep in touch to see how you can help each other further down the track. Yeah, it's one thing I see that this um, the tradies don't necessarily do is look at the importance of building an email list. You know, a lot of them think, I'll oh, just get, you know, emails all the time. There's no value in them. You know, if someone's got an emergency, they're just going to ring me and I'm going to go do the job. I don't really get why I need to keep in touch with them or how I would do that. And something we often say is, you know, it's about maybe every season or every few months sending them some, again, helpful marketing so you stay top of mind, there's that brand awareness, and again, when there's that emergency, they're going to get in contact with you. So I really feel this industry undervalues the power in building an email list. Would you, you know, what would you say to people in the industry that just don't get it yet? Yeah, it's certainly the most valuable thing you can be, you can be building and you can be working on in my opinion and in my experience, 
because, yeah, you've got that ability to stay in touch and you'll be the first person people think of when they need your services. You'll be the first person people think of when they're asked for a referral about your services. And the beauty of having an email list is that it can be building, it can be growing on autopilot. You know, if you set up a landing page, then you can be converting website visitors into email subscribers even while you're out on site doing a job. And the good thing about email autoresponders is that you can set it up so that when somebody joins your, downloads your content and joins your mailing list, you can then set it up so that they receive a certain sequence of emails that is hopefully going to be very valuable to them. And you need to write it and set it up once, but it can continue to pay dividends for years down the track because you know that every time somebody signs up, they get educated with this valuable sequence of emails where basically you can demonstrate value and educate and teach them a few things and uh, earn that trust so that you're the person they think of when, when they need you. Yeah, I, I had a conversation yesterday with a client, actually one of my, my wingman clients, uh, about just this. He, I got him doing some email marketing uh, going into Christmas and just after. He stopped doing it because he kind of got busy and he hadn't set it all up. And I sat with him yesterday and he said, oh, it's gone really quiet. I said, oh, how's the, how's the responses to your emails going? Is that still getting you some traffic? And he just gave me that look of fear <laughs> like, oh, crap, I've stopped doing some marketing. So he said, oh, I really should start that back up again. Because even though they weren't getting direct responses to all of their offers, um, people were saying, oh, yeah, I, I've been seeing your emails. Or, you know, it was just generating that, I guess it's brand awareness, um, to use some old terminology there. But it, it really does have a spin-off benefit other than people responding to direct offers? Yeah, it's just turning up. It's turning up and, and being consistent and you're demonstrating that, you, that you're there, that you care, that you're a human being. And it's, it's amazing. Like if you don't email somebody for, say, a couple of weeks or even a month, they tend to forget about you or mm. must assume that maybe you've changed businesses or something else. Yep. So it's just so important. Just like with friends, like you keep in touch with your friends, you keep in touch with your family. If you do care about your business and you do care about your subscribers and clients, then it's important to, to turn up on a regular basis, um, you know, no matter what. So, Adam, you talked about uh, a couple of things there, but but just staying on email marketing for a second, uh, there's the automation side of things, which there are a number of platforms that, you know, in terms of bang for buck, they're ridiculously cheap in terms of the power of what they can deliver with that auto, those automated campaigns. Um, but... As far as the content goes with email marketing, and perhaps one of the questions I get asked a lot by tradies is the frequency of emails. You know, a lot of people are kind of stuck on the idea of a monthly newsletter. Is there, or, or have you got any tips on, you know, how to work out what's a best frequency and also perhaps a ratio of helpful information to sales type offers in that email marketing? Sure, yes. Yeah. So there's a couple of things I'd like to share here. The first is you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to go any less frequently than a month. You know, if, if, it's, if it's a month, people are going to forget who you are in that time. And then when you do email them, sort of they're going to feel like it's out of the blue. They're, they're going to forget they subscribed and they're going to go, who's this person emailing me? I don't remember signing up to this and they'll unsubscribe or they'll ignore you, which isn't what you want. You want to be the friend that turns up on a regular basis. Mm. So I do encourage people to aim for at least a fortnightly email that goes out to your list. Um, because that way, again, you're staying in touch, you're turning up, you're doing, you're doing the right thing. 
Uh, the second part is what's the ratio of, of helpful marketing versus a, a call to action type um, commercial offer. And of course, a commercial offer should always be uh, valuable and helpful as well, because like if you've got a leaking tap, then you know, and you need a plumber to come and sort you out. That's incredibly helpful. Um, but in terms of making commercial offers versus helpful marketing, look, I, <clears throat> I think it's 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 important to even just on your regular newsletters just to have your contact details there or to say, you know, hit reply and let us know if I can help you with anything uh, because you're showing that you're, that you're there, um, that you're there to help when the time's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, you're going to get a much better response if, if you're doing a dedicated sales email where you really sort of paint out uh, the value, the problem that you solve, and sort of if you're doing a push to, say, book a bunch of business in. Um, say you're coming up to a quiet time of the year, and you're, I don't know, a builder or a paver or something, it could be a specific time to say, look, you know, you're probably heading off on holidays. I'm normally um, got a bit more spare time this year. If there's those odd jobs with your pavers or something that you need me to come and have a look at, you look, why don't you book me in for, say, December or January? I'll take care of it while you're gone. Um, and you can then have a dedicated push to your email list to book yourself up for the times when you may otherwise be pretty quiet. And when it's a dedicated email um, focused on actually getting, you know, the sale or the booking or the um, what have you or the job, then that can be so, so powerful for, for getting business in the door. So such great tips, Adam, and thank you for backing me up, mate. So any of my clients that are listening, uh, take it from Adam. He knows his shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just me saying more than monthly. Um so website, we're grabbing email addresses, building a list, being helpful, sending regular emails. What are some of the other, I guess, you know, if we if we take a bit of the whole, uh, you know, Tim Ferriss, Pareto principle type stuff, what's some of the other 20% that tradies who are time poor should really be focusing on getting implemented? Look, you don't, you don't need to overcomplicate it. And I think if you've got flagship content, you've got a landing page to collect those email addresses and you're sending emails – that that alone will get you the lion's share of the results. The only additional things that I would suggest is just making it easy to be referred. So if even though traders often may not think that they need to be on LinkedIn or Facebook, it's it's pretty important um, or it's pretty valuable for people to know what you do um, because you've got all your friends and all your professional contacts who are often on Facebook and LinkedIn probably more than the tradie. But if you actually say what you do on your LinkedIn profile and if you actually occasionally put a few work-related photos onto your uh, Facebook page, then that's just a little bit of drip feeding, a little bit of staying top of mind with um, your your friendship network. And they're just so powerful in terms of referrals because they already know, like, and trust you. And oftentimes they don't know what you do. Uh, and if if they do know that you're a plumber or a builder or whatever, then it's amazing how many people will put a, a shout out to their friendship um, circle on on Facebook and say, "Can anyone recommend a good plumber for me?" or "Can anyone recommend a good builder for me?" And you'll see there'll be there'll be often dozens of replies back to those to those shout outs. And if you've got say 500 friends or you know even 150 friends on Facebook. And they all know what you do, then they can be incredible advocates for you and and refer you lots and lots of work. So I think just making sure that your social media profiles are up to date, 
and people can tell what it is that you do. Yeah, and we've been mentioning a lot um, on the show is Instagram, mainly because our guys, you know, they often have creative visual aspects to their jobs and it's very easy when they're on a job site to, you know, take a picture and quickly upload it as well and we're finding a lot of... Um, our listeners and people that we talk to are having a lot of good success in getting actually new customers and, and building a brand on Instagram as well. So it's just, again, being consistent, just having a presence on there, um, I think is so key. That's a great point, Mikhail. Yeah, Instagram and, you know, sharing that across to syncing it up to your Facebook um, newsfeed or your Facebook updates as well. Yeah, so powerful because it's so easy just to take a photo on Instagram and then you're just, again, staying top of mind. It takes hardly any time. But, again, you're showcasing your work. People know that you're a tradie, you know, based on what types of photographs you're posting. And, yeah, people might look at it and, and, and just remind them, oh, yeah, such and such is looking for, for that sort of work. Maybe I'll, um, I'll refer the person on. So, yeah, Instagram is very powerful, very good. We're, Adam, we've talked a lot about the do's and the, I, I, just listening to that, if our tradies – just went and did those things with their digital marketing, with their web marketing, I think they would be amazed at the results they would generate over you know, a medium-term uh, time frame. But I'd like to get some insight from you of perhaps some of the biggest mistakes that people make or the biggest faux pas with their, <laughs> their web marketing and their digital marketing. You know? tell, us, tell us what not to do, mate. And this well, is only a short show, so, you know, you could go on for days, <laughs> but let's make a summary. Well, I've certainly made my fair share of mistakes, but uh, I, think it's, I think the main thing is not to get overwhelmed and not to, you know, overthink things too much because if you don't take action, nothing happens. And it's, I, I much prefer to err on the side of simplicity and, and focus on the fundamentals than chase the latest new shiny object. Um, you know, if, if, and it depends if you're following, particularly if you're you know, following marketers who might be full-time marketers and have plenty of time in their day to create content, a team of people supporting them, you know, it's not fair to compare yourself to people like that because they, they're, not, you know, they're not doing the plumbing jobs all day. It's, it's, it's so much more important to um, decide what it is that you want to do and, and basically give yourself permission to say no to everything else that could be a distraction because you're always going to hear about people that have the latest new Twitter thing or the latest new Facebook ads thing or the latest email sales funnel that's super sophisticated and we'll have all these – well, they'll, they'll be true. Like they'll have seen those results legitimately, but um, it's always important not to get too distracted once you've made up your mind as to what you need to do in the next 90 days and then implement as best you can and I reckon then reassess after 90 days, set some new goals, um, but don't don't fall into the trap of spinning your wheels and getting distracted and, and losing faith in, in the system. Adam, you mentioned you've made some mistakes, which is comforting to hear. Uh, <laughs> if you could go back and, and have a do-over, you know, re, redo your business and, and sort of go back in time and start again, what's, what's one of the things or perhaps a couple of the things that you might do differently? Yeah, I mean, I'm always of the of the belief that yeah, obviously you learn from your mistakes, and they're a necessary evil um, or a necessary thing in business because because you learn from them and and you get better at what you do. But I think if I was to go back, I would probably have. Well, originally when I published my flagship content, I put it for free on my site, and people could still be anonymous. 
and lots of people downloaded my web strategy planning template, uh, but I didn't know who they were. And that was that was something that I wish I'd changed earlier. So I had that running for about nine or, nine or 12 months, I think. Uh, and if I'd actually put the email capture form in front of it, you know, in order for them to identify themselves, mm. then I think that that would have then given me the opportunity to add more value and communicate with those people um, in a more meaningful way than just giving them a template which they run off and use, which is great, but they then they probably forget to come back to the site and there's no way of us keeping in touch. So yeah. I think um, putting that step in place a little bit earlier would have been probably the, the major thing I did differently. Sorry to drag that up again for you, Adam. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> no, right, uh, one of the questions we always like to ask our guests on the show is if you had a 1,000 tradies in a room, what's one piece of advice you would like to leave them with? One piece of advice is to trust the system, to have faith that this stuff does work and just stick at it um, get some help if you need to, maybe get some virtual assistance or um, pick the things that you gravitate to the most because uh, you don't need to become a marketing expert to have marketing working for you. Just pick a couple of things that sound good that you think you can commit to and just um, just stick with it, stick with the path and have faith that it will, that it will work. And you, you're building an asset. If you do these little things, Week in, week out, you're building an asset. Um, it becomes a lot easier as you get more momentum. Um, so get started and just, just yeah, stick on the path. Great message, mate. Consistency really is key with this stuff. Mm. Yeah, and one thing um, I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to do is definitely go and grab your 33 free marketing templates that you have. So, Adam, where can they get those from you? Sure. The best place to get those, Michaela, is on our website. The URL is bluewiremedia.com.au slash book. So that will give you all, all 33 marketing templates that come with our book and you can download them as one bundle. Yeah, and the book is Web Marketing That Works, Confessions from the Marketing Trenches. And as I said, uh, make sure you grab a copy of this book. But if you're a tight ass and don't want to buy, <laughs> you can, which you should because it's very valuable, uh, we're going to give away these on our, to our members in our toolkit and also to our email list because we're using his advice and trying to build our email <laughs> list through bribing you with a giveaway. So yes. if you go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash giveaway and uh, we'll have the book up there to give away. So thanks again for your time, Adam. Is there anywhere else where people can find you or the website's the the best spot? The website's the best spot. If you sign up, you, you get emails from me. Um, I write them and I reply to them also. Um, but if you did want to reach out directly, adam.franklin at bluewiremedia.com.au is my email and Twitter's a pretty good place as well. Franklin underscore Adam is my Twitter handle. Good stuff. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, Adam. I know you've got heaps of marketing to go and work on, mate, and probably a quick surf today, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Warwick. Thanks so much for having me, Warwick and Michaela. It's been a pleasure, and I really appreciate you having me on the show. Great. Thanks, right. Adam. Thanks, Adam. Well, there you have it. Adam Franklin from Blue Wire Media. Fantastic. Punchy... Tin Tax, how to do it interview. I always love those uh, those guests who are absolutely clear on 
what you need to do in your trade business uh, to get results. If you're doing some of those things already, I'm sure you could tweak them. Uh, and as we said, uh, as Adam uh, said there, go grab his 33 free marketing templates. Uh, buy yourself a copy of the book, Web Marketing That Works. And um, and as Michaela said at the end of the interview, if you happen to be a tight-ass tradie, uh, which I suspect a few of you might be, put your hand up, um, you can win a copy of the book. All you have to do is, surprise, surprise, get on our list. So uh, go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash giveaway and um, chuck your details in there. It's very easy and you go in the draw for one of Adam's books. Yes, and that if you're listening to this episode in the next few weeks, but we change the giveaway regularly, so... Yes. Yeah, see what we did there? We use the same um, address. But either way, you could get something by, uh, <laughs> by right. sticking your name on the... On and the you get a double chance if you're a Tradies Business Toolkit or Mastermind member. That's right. So um, they also automatically... They don't even have to do anything. They just yeah. automatically go in the draw. There you go. Yeah. Special copy. Special treatment when you become a member. That's it. So... Uh, Thanks for listening, and um, make sure you get your name on the list. Uh, grab Adam's stuff, grab our stuff, grab everybody's stuff, and uh, until... Oh, and also, <laughs> no, just do that. Last minute thing? No, no, I thought of something else. No, no, you only give one message, so don't worry about it. Just do that thing. <laughs> I'm going now back to bed. Yeah, you go back to your sick bed, and uh, until next episode, hooray. Bye. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.